Hey, howdy, hey. This is Vic Vime speaking, and welcome to Mondo Bad Media. This is a return episode, so it's probably going to be a little bit shorter than your average Mondo Bad Media episode will be in the future as I hit my stride and learn how to do this on my own. Um, it was an absolute pleasure to work with Riot Radio, and you can still find all my episodes on riotradio.ca, uh, courtesy of Durham College. Now, this week's episode is going to be a little bit different from previous episodes that I've done. Normally what I do is I watch a movie, I research the movie, I talk about why the movie doesn't work, and what we can learn from the movie. However, uh, I made a poor decision this week in that I picked a film that I didn't know going in was going to be so boring and so uninspired that I literally actually fell asleep for 40 minutes in about the middle part and had to scroll back to figure out what was going on. But I realized after scrolling back and rewatching some of the crap that happened, it doesn't matter because nothing fucking happens in this movie. So there's no point in trying to analyze it as a piece of uh, plot or story even. Um, now, I'm talking this up a lot because I'm kind of trying to avoid having to talk about this movie because it's, it's not that it's loathsome or insulting, it's just stupid. And somehow that's worse. I haven't actually finished watching this film. I don't think I will. I don't want my time wasted. And this is a waste of time. So, without further ado, this week we will be looking at not just uh, the 2018 film Slender Man, but we will also be looking at the history of Slender Man because I don't want to just talk about how I fell asleep during a fucking movie. Now, many of you are going to have have got to be familiar with Slender Man because you're currently using the internet to listen to this podcast. And if you use the internet in English, you have probably encountered Slender Man at some point in your internet career. Uh, Slender Man is essentially what we call in the biz, I guess, uh, a creepypasta character. Now, a creepypasta, creepypasta, the word just means an easily copied and pasted piece of horror fiction found online. Um, creepypasta is derived from copypasta, which is derived from copy and paste. So there you go. Creepypasta is what we call it. It's a subgenre of horror, I suppose, that is, uh, I don't want to say limited to the internet, but certainly finds its most common method of distribution via the internet. There are thousands upon thousands of creepypasta out there. Some of them are spectacularly amazing. Others are complete shit. Now, Slender Man is an interesting case because Slender Man's a little bit older than some of the newer uh, creepypasta characters that you see, such as Zalgo or, uh, fuck, what's his name? Jeff the Killer. Jeff the Killer is the worst creepypasta I've ever read. Incidentally, it really remarkably sucks. Uh, but anyway, so Slender Man's a little bit older, and arguably Slender Man is probably the first. Um... Now, the exact origin of Slenderman is really interesting because unlike a lot of other things that have sort of evolved into like internet folklore, uh, Slenderman can, we can pin the exact creation of Slenderman to, and I, I, I want to emphasize this because you can still find this post online and I will link it in the description of this uh, audio podcast. Uh, we can find Slenderman's origin at, I believe it was... 2.09 in the afternoon on June 10th, 2009. That is the exact time that SomethingAwful.com poster Victor Surge posted a Photoshop in a thread called Make Paranormal Images. 
Somethingawful.com is an internet comedy site that has been around for, oh god, it's got to be 20 years. It'll be 20 years next year, I'm pretty sure. Um, originally started by a comedian named Richard Lotax Kienka. Um, and it its claim to fame is that in the 2000s, it was an enormous hub of internet humor. Um, and I used it a lot. It was my old stomping ground. I didn't post a lot, but I lurked a lot because I was like 14. Um, and uh, it had a huge influence on my comedic stylings, on my taste, on... Um, I've found some wonderful movies and other sites through something awful. Uh, I have very fond memories of it. I know that uh, by, you know, modern standards, it's a little le problematique. But uh, if you know where to look, you can still find some amazing threads with some amazing content. Um, but, okay, so something awful like to do this thing. I think they still do it sometimes, just not as often because the forum isn't as popular as it was. Forums are kind of dying as a uh, internet... Thing, as I understand it. Um, but they used to do this thing just about weekly, where in the sub-forum general bullshit, there would be something called a Photoshop competition. These usually ran on Fridays, and the best entries would get posted to the main page on somethingawful.com. Um, the week that Victor Surge posted Slenderman was the week that the competition was Make Paranormal Images. Um, this was a really fun thread. Uh, I clicked on it on a whim, you know, back in the day. I believe it was I was reading it contemporary to the time that the postings were being made, so I was watching this thread update. Um, and uh, I did stop reading it at one point because uh, somebody included a picture by uh, horror artist Stephen Gamel. At the time, I couldn't handle anything by Stephen Gamel. I think his art is amazing now, but it still scares the shit out of me. But anyway, so I distinctly remember seeing the Slenderman posts, and the thing that really kicked off um, the popularity of the character was the fact that poster Victor Surge included little stories, just little, not even 200 words, maybe 50 at that, underneath the pictures he posted. And that just sort of fleshed out the appearance of this figure that he had added to these seemingly mundane photographs. Um, now, the fact that Victor Surge sort of, um, I don't know, accompanied these pictures with stories, I think really helped uh, catapult Slenderman into the popular imagination because now you don't just have a spooky picture. Now you have a spooky picture with a little bit of a mystery to it. Um, and uh, yeah, so it kind of took off from there. People in the thread started making their own Slenderman images and adding their own little bits to the Slenderman mythos. Um, and from there, it sort of just, by osmosis, was absorbed by the wider internet. Um, and uh, contemporary with the Photoshop thread, after the creation of, of uh, Slenderman, um, a couple of months later, a group of guys on YouTube started creating a YouTube series called Marble Hornets. Marble Hornets is the first bit of non-picture or text-related media to include Slenderman, to the best of my my memory. Um, and it was quite good. It was filmed on a budget of approximately, you know, five cents and a couple of buttons. But they had a decent enough Slenderman prop to make it work, especially since they were very coy about showing him. Um, watching Marble Hornets from start to finish is something I haven't done because I stopped watching it midway through the series uh, being created. 
but uh, I do, I still have like distinct memories of some of the videos that were posted because the fun thing about Marble Hornets was it j wasn't just the one YouTube channel. There were other ones too, and like little mysteries you had to figure out to piece together the narrative. Um, and I understand that there was a Kickstarter that led to a feature length adaptation of the Slender Man story uh, as told by Marble Hornets. Um, and yeah, uh, I will be looking into that at some point, probably I might do like just a text post on it, but uh, I would be curious to see how they were able to really capture that creepy low budget feel with an actual budget, if they were able to do that and if they were successful. Um, but anyway, so that's enough about something awful, Marble Hornets and the creation of Slender Man. Um, what has happened is that since the creation of Slender Man, he has evolved. And uh, several scholars have pointed out quite accurately that Slenderman has become a sort of figure of folklore. He can be related to things like fairies or the boogeyman or these sort of cultural myths that just sort of pop up all across humanity. Um, and I think the thing that draws people to Slenderman is the fact that there's so much flexibility in that story. Victor Surge, when he posted the two original images, the two little stories he, he had, the first one sort of implied there was some kind of hypnotic ability to Slender Man um, as the speaker of the quote underneath the picture uh, seems to be uh, upset about the fact that Slender Man made him kill or her kill, I'm not sure. Um, and then the second picture was accompanied by a caption that implied that... Uh, Slenderman is more kind of a Mothman figure, a cryptid that appears to sort of signal some kind of doom. Um, the figure of Mothman supposedly appears in, I want to say, New Jersey, possibly. Might be a different state. I don't know America that well. Um, but the Jersey, uh, sorry, not the Jersey Devil, the Mothman appears just before huge natural disasters uh, take place. At least that's the story. And originally that's what Slenderman seemed to be. Um, now, the pictures that Victor Surge posted did contain images of children, like on a playground or just hanging out kind of thing. Um, and I think that that fact kind of lodged in the popular consciousness because one of the things about the Slender Man movie, the 2018 one, because there's a 2013 one as well, um, the 2018 one is uh, very focused on this idea that Slender Man is some sort of kidnapper or harmer or, of children, which... Um, is fine. Again, there's a lot of flexibility with these folkloric myths. There's never going to be a consistent, like, this is the story you have to stick to. So people are going to change, add, subtract, and mutate the story to serve their own ends. Unfortunately, what Slenderman 2018 does not do is it does not have ideas or competence. It's not that it's an ugly movie, it's not that things aren't in focus, and it's not that things aren't in the frame. It's that there's nothing in the frame that is visually interesting or compelling. The CGI for Slenderman is not very good. The guy in the suit seems to be doing a pretty good job, but for some reason he's kind of twisting his hips as he's walking, so it looks like he's trying to do a sexy walk and not like a spooky walk. Um, but yeah, in... The plot of Slenderman, I'm not even sure what it is, to be honest with you. It seems to be a couple of girls hear about this Slenderman figure and decide to watch a spooky Russian internet video or some shit, and they start getting haunted. But none of these girls have any character. They were clearly written by a middle-aged guy 
who's never spoken to a teenager, or at least I hope he's not talking to teenagers, God. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing this movie has to offer anyone. If you're a huge fan of Slenderman, if he's like your guy, maybe try it. You might enjoy it just because he's there. Um, he gets like a decent amount of screen time, I guess, more than like Pinhead and Hellraiser. But is it worth it? It's not. I really don't think it is. You don't want to watch this movie. It's 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 inane. It's like this. When I woke up from my nap and I scrolled back and I wa- rewatched the scene that I had fallen asleep during. The, the crux of the scene is that one of the girls is in the library doing some research on Slenderman. And she finds all this shit, and it's like a montage and stuff, and it's like, you're showing the, the... The movie shows us all this information about Slenderman, and then does not bother to establish any kind of rules for how he operates. It's all well and good <clears throat> to have those little flashes of, like, oh, folkloric legends, and like, oh, possibly related to the Pied Piper of Hamlin. But... Once you establish those connections, you have to use them. And the thing about the Pied Piper of Hamlin that doesn't work with this, with this iteration of Slenderman is that the Pied Piper of, ha- of Hamlin, he played music. Music is pleasant and enjoyable, and of course children are going to follow a guy who plays awesome music. What does Slenderman have to offer? Really long arms and maybe a lesson on how to tie a tie? Uh... Kids aren't going to be interested in that. You have to make it so that... It's the same problem I have with the with the new It. I haven't seen it, but I don't like the design of Pennywise, and I'll tell you why. It's because you're dealing with children. Kids get scared by the weirdest shit. They also love the weirdest shit. I get that. But with a clown like Pennywise, the reason the Tim Curry version of Pennywise works so well is because he looks like a fucking clown. He looks like the kind of clown that would come to your birthday party and make you a balloon animal. And... That works so well in the original adaptation of It, which in and of itself is not a great adaptation, but the fact that Tim Curry's performance is so spot on is why people remember that movie so well. Um, And the other thing about It, and this is more clear in the 90s version, my understanding is that the new It is not as accurate to this fact, but um, is that... Stephen King has sets up rules within the universe of it to restrict uh, Pennywise's power. With Slenderman, it doesn't ever become clear where he can and cannot go. There's this visual motif where he's associated with woods and tall trees, which is a carryover from Marble Hornets, but they don't do anything with that. And besides which, like I said, there's this whole scene in the fucking library where he's suddenly just appearing inside a public place. And it's never clear at the end of the scene whether or not she's hallucinated this whole experience or whether or not... I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Whether or not she was in, like, a a Silent Hill Otherworld. It's... I don't know. I just don't know. And I think what the problem with the film is, is that... It was shoved out the door to make a quick buck. Um, but it didn't even make them a quick buck. So at the end of the day, this is a complete waste of everybody's time. Everybody's. Um, there's a ton of controversy surrounding the film, or there was when it was being uh, shopped for distribution, because of a terrible incident in 2016 where two young girls developed a type of psychosis called a folie de. A folie deux is a shared hallucination or psychosis or belief system 
that leads people to sometimes act very strangely. And this is a phenomenon that is self-reinforcing. So as long as those two people are interacting, it will tend to amplify whatever effects they have created for themselves. This particular folly adieu is very tragic because one of the girls convinced the other that by murdering one of their classmates, they could go and join Slenderman in some sort of mansion that I suppose he has. Um, this is not my understanding of the Slenderman myth. Clearly these girls were reading some newer stuff that I'm not as familiar with. But either way, it was a tragic case. The classmate did survive. She, as far as I know, is living her life as best she can. Um, the two girls, I don't know if their names were released because uh, they were minors, but I do know that when Red Letter Media decided to do a review of Slender Man just a couple of weeks ago, they had to go over Hell's Half Acre to see it. Now, the uh, Slender Man stabbing incident took place in a place called, I believe, Waukesha, Wisconsin. So for like a 30-mile radius around Waukesha and Milwaukee, you could not screen this film. There, were no, there was no theater that was carrying it. You had to drive out of town to go and watch it because they didn't want to... I mean, obviously... While Kesha does not sound like a huge town. So something like that, an incident like that, is going to have enormous repercussions for that population. And um, I'm actually kind of glad that it was never screened there because I wouldn't want that family to have to deal with that kind of added trauma. So in that aspect, good job, Sony Pictures. You never should have made this fucking movie, but at least you didn't subject everyone to seeing it. Um, and honestly, I think that's where I'm going to wrap it up today. Um, this has been Mondo Bad Movies. Uh, my next episode is booked into my schedule on... Let me double check here. It will be November the 19th. I'm doing these every two weeks so that I have enough lag time to record and research and do all that kind of clag. In the meantime, you can follow Mondo Bad Media on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Instagram. There's nothing on Instagram right now because I'm still setting it up. But it is there. And uh, Tumblr, mondobadmedia.tumblr.com. Some of these pages has, haven't been updated in a while, but I will be working on that this week. So stay tuned for more updates and possibly blog posts as well. I plan on doing text reviews when I'm able to. And uh, hopefully you will enjoy those as well as the audio reviews. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you again in two weeks. Same bat time, same bat channel. This is Vic Vibes, signing off.